The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It's like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. Psalm 19. I hope you're finding refreshment for your soul, even in the midst of some of this hard work or hard days. We all know that when our soul is struggling, everything is struggling. But our souls, our emotions, our intellect, our will, can be aligned with the spirit that is alive in us, and we can experience a soul that is full of faith, full of hope, full of love. Now, there are a lot of toxins that can infect our soul. We've looked at a couple of them this week, and I don't know which one you struggle with. One may connect with you more than others. So far this week, we've starved lies to feed truth, and we've starved comparison to feed our God-given identity. To set up today's detox, let's look at Hebrews 12, 14 through 15. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Interesting how the Bible pictures bitterness as a root because the sooner you get rid of a root, the easier it is. But if you let that root grow up, it's going to cause trouble and defile many. Like a small root that grows up into a great tree, bitterness springs up in our hearts and overshadows even our deepest Christian relationships. A poisonous root of bitterness comes when we allow disappointment to grow into resentment or when we nurse grudges over past hurts. Bitterness brings with it jealousy, dissension, and immorality. But when the Holy Spirit fills us, He can heal the hurt that causes bitterness. So today, let's starve unforgiveness. This is one of the most persistent and common roots that rise up in us. Resentment over how someone else has treated us. You know how when someone mistreats you, you think, man, I'm going to show them I'm going to hold this hurt in my heart. I'm going to be mad at them. That'll teach them. But they move on, and you wind up holding on to the toxic waste. Unforgiveness is like setting yourself on fire and hoping the person you hate dies from smoke inhalation. Resentment destroys us, not the person we are mad at. That's why the Bible says make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. You may have a trouble in your life that is growing up out of bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. 
Maybe it's as simple as just wanting to be right. I'm right, they're wrong, and I want them to admit it. Many times the bitterness in our hearts and the trouble in our life don't seem to be connected, but they are connected way down deep in the root. So what do we do about that? We have to be careful that we aren't holding on to anger, that we aren't harboring our hurts because they are toxic to our soul. So what do we feed? We feed forgiveness. Some might be tempted to say, well, that's not fair, but trust me, you don't want to go down the avenue of what's fair, because if that's how things are going to operate, then you and I have to pay for our own sins. Trust me, we don't want fair, we want forgiveness. We don't want justice, we want mercy. That's why Jesus says for us to forgive as God has forgiven us, because when we forgive, we set ourselves free. Here's the important thing to realize. You may not feel like forgiving someone, but God does not say to forgive others because you will feel like it. By forgiving others, we are better able to live the way God intended for us to live, in freedom. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. God has forgiven us because of the work of Jesus Christ. Do you believe you have been forgiven? If you have a hard time forgiving others, letting go of hurt, or releasing a grudge, it is possible that you don't really feel forgiven yourself. Now, let's clarify here. Uh, Forgiveness? Forgiveness is not minimizing the offense, saying, well, that's just no big deal. Forgiveness is not the instant restoration of trust. And forgiveness does not mean that you resume the relationship without any changes. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is a release. I release my right to get even. I release the record of wrongs I've been keeping. I release the person from condemnation, just as God has released me from condemnation. And when I release them, I can do what Jesus said in Luke 6, 27 and 28. Do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. I cannot fulfill this command from my Lord if I don't forgive. When I release them, it releases me to do good to them, to bless them, and to pray for them. Not because they deserve it, not because it did not hurt, not because I trust them, not because the relationship will resume without change, but because I'm following Christ. Friend, you are forgiven. You have been released. It is impossible to have salvation without forgiveness. Salvation is God's deliverance from the consequences of sin. God's salvation in Christ is the ultimate example of extending forgiveness. God's forgiveness must be accepted through repentance and faith. And I pray today that you will detox any of the unforgiveness you feel and be released through believing in Jesus. And that will release you to release others. Our daily prayer emphasis today is small groups. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So let's pray that our small groups would be marked by compassion, love, good works, encouragement, forgiveness, and real life change. 
Also, pray for more small group leaders to commit to making a difference in their circles of influence. <laughs>